Welcome to Books on Air. I'm Suzanne Harris. Books on Air is a series where we do a deep dive into the writer's passion. We talk about why they wrote the book. We try to find out about their writing process. What is that like? And we also ask about what they hope their readers will take away from their book. You, dear listeners, get a real glimpse behind the curtain at what goes on. Joining me today is someone I cannot wait to introduce you to. She is hilarious and funny and wonderful. Her name is Mary Ellen Perlini, and she has written a book titled Mary Ellen is Stuck. Mary Ellen, welcome to Books on Air. It's just such a delight to have you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you so much. I'm honored. Thank you. Well, you and I have been laughing almost from the moment we we got on the phone with each other. So, so we'll have to let our our listeners here in on what's going on. You know, it it, it mm-hmm. struck me it struck me a while ago that books are kind of interesting in that they always have two stories. There's always the story that you, the author, chose to tell the person who's going to read the book. That's the that's the story that everybody gets. But there's always something behind that story. How did that book come into being? Now, the title of your book, Mary Ellen is Stuck, tells me that there is one heck of a story behind this book, Mary Ellen. Will you share this with our listeners? Well, listen, this book came out of sheer and utter frustration in my life at a certain uh, point with the whole pandemic thing happening. Being an extroverted person and being totally shut down emotionally, socially, physically, in every way, spiritually, morally, financially, in every way, I mean, like we all were, but being extroverted as well, it, it was brutal, brutal, brutal. So often, as a social worker, I tell you know, my little clients, I say, well, well, write what you're upset about or t- draw me a picture or something. Okay, that's done now. We rip it up and it's over. All that negativity, we put it in the trash. Well, I would write and rip, write and rip. <laughs> well, eventually, during the pandemic, I was writing my frustrations and I decided I'm going to share this with a friend. So I she started to laugh and I shared it with someone else. She was laughing. She was laughing. What a cute little book. What a cute little book. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I should write a book. And then with me and all my brilliant ideas, I never have follow through. So I thought, hmm. So what happened was it was August. And my daughter said from, are we going for ice cream? I said, just a minute. She says, oh, again, you always say we're going to go and now we're not going to go. You changed your mind. Something else came up, something like that. And I said, there we go with the follow through. And what was on my mind was I got to find out how to even begin, you know, writing a book, publishing a book. How does that work? So I went online and I put in how to publish a book. And what happened was I got all these responses and of course, I don't know what's legit, what isn't with, with this whole digital email world. So once I clicked on something, because the name sounded familiar, a friend of mine had published a book 12 years ago, a childhood friend. 
And she, I saw the name on the back. I said, oh, okay, this, this is legit. I'm going to contact this person. Once I made that phone call from the email, I hung up. I felt great because I felt, oh my gosh, I did something. I did something about this book, about this sheer frustration, about this writing, how it all built up to this. And then I said to my daughter, okay, get in the car. We're going for ice cream. You know, it's time because I felt proud that I did follow through on something. That's how it happened. And then that just continued with emails back and forth with this company. I love it. I love it because the book is so positive and the world right now, Mary Ellen, is just such a mess. And it's, there's so much negativity and all the war and, and every day on the news. I, I've stopped watching the news. I mean, here are these poor people in the middle of all of this stuff that's not of their doing and that they don't want. And it's, you need something that's positive in your life. And that's exactly what you've done with Mary Ellen is stuck. Let's give our listeners just a little overview of what the book's about. Okay, well, I was feeling pretty stuck. And I was inspired. Really, the book is about me feeling stuck and how we all get into those vicious cycles of whatever it is, whether we tend to overeat or oversleep or people play over, um, overdo anything, whether it's video games or over shop or over drink or over gamble or whatever that excess behavior is that used to be an outlet and it becomes problematic, then it becomes a bigger problem in our lives and we get into that whole vicious cycle where we can't afford it or we stay up late worrying about it and that became my thing with overeating and overspending and because everything was online 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 no outlets in for me in other ways so i thought we're, we all get into these vicious cycles. As much as the book is kind of cutesy and cartoony, I think it applies to adults, young adults, because we all get into these ruts. So what gets us out of the rut? What will be that, that, that snap, that, that thing, you know, that will, that inspiration, so to speak, that can break us out of it? Well, for me, it was this non-assuming, really proud guy this parking lot attendant. And that's what the book is about, how I looked up. And this parking lot attendant, let me tell you, this is a true story. He does exist. He lives in my community. He has been the bane of my existence from like for the past 30 years. He walks around that parking lot. He's in charge. He wears that bright special vest that you see me reaching for on the cover. He carries that brown thick clipboard with the big metal clip. He's up and down that parking lot. He's got literally a spring in his step. He's like a rock star. Like just, he's happy. He's confident. He knows his job. And I said, look at that guy. Look at that guy. And that was the snap. That was the thing that snapped me out of it. I looked at him. He was busy. He was focused. He was confident. I said, these were all things I was lacking. And so I said, look at him. And he inspired me. I said, I have a vest like that because my mom was a crossing guard. So I kept the vest. 
And I have a brown thick clipboard. We all do somewhere in some dark, you know, box, cabinet, somewhere, drawer. So I pull, that's what happened. So I went home, I put on my vest, <laughs> I grabbed that clipboard, and I was rocking it. Like, you know, I was strutting my stuff. I was up and down, the sh- like, at home anyway. Then, because the story is a true story, I would tell a dog if it sat and listened to me, <laughs> my story. I said, listen, look at me, look at me, look at my vest. I told anybody who was willing to listen about my bright special vest and my clipboard. Look at this thing. I went to work. I mean, when we could go back after the pandemic. So it just was the whole thing of spreading confidence and enthusiasm because of this one and non-assuming, just average person, not average. I mean, regular guy just doing this, going about his life. He just inspired me. That's the story. Is there a part of the book you'd like to read yes. to the listener? Let's share. <laughs> I love okay. it. Okay. Sorry. I, I really liked page, uh, what was it, here. I, I mean, this, this one here just sums it up. 26. Page 26. She goes to work the next day with such a spring in her step and shows everyone who is interested her bright special vest and thick brown clipboard. That's page 26. And then it continues how I go on and you'll see in the next page that, you know, I, I'll tell my priest, I'll tell, I'll tell anybody, you know, I'll tell somebody who's selling pajamas, I'll tell somebody on the beach. It just spreads and spreads and spreads. And that's what happened. Um, you know, how we were saying how negativity can spread, but positivity can spread too. And that's what we need more of. That's exactly what we need. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Have you told this guy? No, the thing is, I haven't run into him recently. Um, I have to go and see him, and I want to take a picture with him. And um, he's not as tall as he he's made out to be in the book, and he's a lot older, but I'm going to tell him the story, how he inspired me. You know, he will be so surprised. I I would love to do when you when you do this, send me a copy of the uh-huh. picture. I want to see this guy because he okay. is going to be so surprised to realize that someone, first of all, has been watching him, and that they have noticed mm-hmm. that he likes his job, that he takes it seriously, mm-hmm. that he enjoys what he's doing, that he has a positive attitude every day. I mean, he doesn't even realize that people see him, I'll bet. It'll be interesting. I right. can't wait to hear how right. this how this comes out. Now, the book is illustrated. Tell me about the illustrations. You you told us about the cover. It's it's you right. reaching for the, your special vest and are you coming down a clipboard? Yes. I thought so. <laughs> I thought That's so. Dying. I kind of came up with that idea, but the illustrator just made it come to life. And I described the little character because the little character is really me, you know, with the hair and the highlights and the pink and the, the, the little white runners. It's just so me, you know. And so she, she or he, I think that person really captured it. I, I don't know the person because it was all done through email and how I would describe what every page, who each person was, because each person represents somebody in my life. And um, 
from my family members to my really close friends to the priest to the people in the shops that I'm always frequenting. It's always something. So she she or he, again, really personalized it. So it was all done through email with this company, the Sex Libras Company. Now, I heard you say that you are a social worker by trade. You mm-hmm. took your own advice, mm-hmm. basically, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I had to. <laughs> I just had to just listen and and, and and take my own advice and just do what was necessary to do to break out of this the cycle I was in. You've never written before. No. No, it was the first time. Did it just come to you? I mean, how did that yes. how did that all happen? It just started sort of coming and falling together? Right. Right, because I was in, in such a frustrated frenzied state. And, and initially, the title was Mary Ellen is Bored. I played around with different words. And I remember somebody saying, but that's just because of um, being old, but having a piece of paper and a pen beside your, your bed at night. Because if you come up with your, any ideas, that's when they come. It's two, three in the morning when that's you right. can't sleep. That's exactly so said, right. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So I remember having that piece of paper and I scratched out the word. I said, no, it's not about being bored. It's about being stuck. That's where I, what I feel, you know? And I know this pandemic made a lot of us feel stuck in, in many, many ways. So how do we get unstuck? How do we get past this, this cycle? So, yeah. Well, you are so, naturally yeah, funny. I mean, like I said, I come up with, well, I come up with a lot of crazy ideas. I never uh, followed through. And now I said, it's time. It's time. Well, you are naturally funny. I mean, really, you and I, you you had me howling as we started talking before the (laughs) the interview. I almost wish that I'd turned on the the recorder when we were just talking to each other because you are naturally very funny. Your view of the way that you express uh, your view of the world is very positive, upbeat, but just howlingly funny. I mean, you really had me laughing loud. So I hope our listeners will, I mean, this this woman is really funny. You need to pick up a copy of this book. And when you're having a bad day, pick up this book, flip it open, and you will find yourself laughing and make it makes you feel better just picking it up and looking at it. Now, you and I have gone on and on about the book. We need to tell the the people who are listening to us where they can find it. And it is on Amazon. And all you have to do is go to mm-hmm. Amazon and let me give you the specifics about like spelling Mary Ellen's name, etc. The title of the book is Mary Ellen is Stuck! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> by Mary M A R Y Ellen E L L E N all together. Per- Perlini P E R L I N I. Now I know it's on Amazon, but where else can they find it, Mary Ellen? Well, it's available on Indigo on Chapters. Online, it's also available on the actual publishing company called Exlibris dot uh, com, and yeah, I mean, if they wish to come to Northern Ontario, I will certainly meet them and sell them a copy. I have a bunch of copies here. They could come and meet me. It'd be be really fun. <laughs> yes, Northern Ontario sounds 
beautiful. Now, let's talk about websites. I know that you've got one in the works. Am I right? Yes, it's under construction. The um, publishing company I'm working with is helping me create it. So that's going to be coming soon. And probably they can just put your name in and and click on it and it'll come up when their website's ready. Or they can probably also go to Ex Libris and the website will be, uh, you can navigate to it from there, right? That's, that makes exactly. sense, doesn't it? I do have an in- right. I do have an Instagram page. How do they um, find you? My name, Mary Ellen. My name, Mary Ellen Perlini, and um, they could click on that and they could see um, the actual book. They can see that I got my first um, fan letter. I posted a fan letter that I got. I was so excited, and so I um, took a picture of it and I posted it. And I will follow them back. Yeah. Excellent. Now, I always like to give an author a chance to have the last word about their book, because as I told you when you and I were talking, you know, nobody writing a book is not easy. And anyone who's not done it, I don't think quite understands writing itself is a very interesting process. And if you take the time and put in the effort and you're willing to put yourself there on the page, there's passion about the message. And I know that you're very passionate about your message. And I want to give you just sort of the last word about the book and about your message. So what do you want to leave our listeners with? And if they become readers, when they pick up a copy of the book, and they sit down and they read it. Now, I don't think this is a book that you just read once. I think this is a book that you keep. Maybe you have a copy in the office and maybe you have a copy at home. And when you're having a bad day or when something happens that's negative and, and you feel yourself sort of falling off of that edge, you reach for your book. So what do you want me as a listener and a reader to take away? Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Sure. That's true. It's. I really hope that if you're listening and, and you want to get this book, I really hope you, it, it does for you what it it did for me, what that parking lot attendant did for me. And he just gave me a sense of hope. He, I, I found my inspiration. I found my passion. Um, I don't think you have to say a lot, you know, to... To, to get a message across, I think sometimes less is more in that sense. And uh, we need to look up, we need to look out um, in life and just see that there are these things and people and things always happening all around us. And maybe we can learn from them, learn how to be, learn how not to be, but definitely take inspiration and find healthy options that allow us to feel that confidence that enthusiasm, that we can spread that positivity to other people, to be the best version of ourselves, to put that little spring back in our step, to be us, the best us we can be. That's what I'm hoping. I like that. I like that vision. And I like the fact that I also believe that positivity is contagious. And 
you can feel it. You can feel when someone is positive. You can feel and see when someone is negative. So why not turn yourself into that positive person that gives off those positive vibes, even just smile at somebody? You know, that's a a really good thing to do. Yeah, to try to turn around somebody's day. Mary Ellen, you are delightful. I thank you so much for being on our show today, Books on Air, and sharing your wonderful positive self and your wonderful positive message. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my gosh, I was going to say the same thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I say things three times for emphasis. That's why the three exclamation marks. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. Thank you for getting me. Thank you. You got me right away. Thank you. Now, remember... You can find Mary Ellen's book, Mary Ellen is Stuck, three exclamation points by Mary Ellen Perlini on Amazon. (laughs) You've been listening to Books on Air, brought to you on the webtalkradio.net platform. You can also hear this podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Now remember, keep reading, keep writing, keep telling your stories, Keep smiling, and thank you so very much for listening.